Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to the recommendations for the Recently Redeemed podcast. I'm your host, Carson Hall, the college and career pastor here at Maysville Baptist Church. I'm so thankful you tuned in today for our recommendations to help you grow in your walk with the Lord, and I pray they benefit you greatly. Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of the Recommendations for the Recently Redeemed podcast. I'm your host, Carson Hall, as always, and today I'm going to be giving my personal recommendations for the Recently Redeemed. This is going to be the last episode of Season 1 of the Recommendations for the Recently Redeemed podcast, and I am very much so looking forward to today diving into some of my personal recommendations on what books of the Bible and what spiritual books a new believer should read. So let's get right into it. So... This season, we've covered multiple different topics with multiple pastors from Maysville and other churches, and some books have been very commonly recommended, such as the book of John, the book of Psalms, Proverbs, Ephesians. And today, I just wanted to kind of switch it up a little bit and give some of my personal recommendations and hit some different notes. I'm a very practical person, so I really like to have practical and applicable scriptures. And I really think that's a great place for a new Christian to start, is stuff they can instantly apply into their lives. So my first book of the Bible I would recommend for a new Christian to read would be the book of James. The book of James holds a very, very special place in my heart. It's one of the first books that I ever did a deep study on, and it's so applicable to our lives. James is one of the early church fathers, and he really addresses some issues in our lives and things that we're going to struggle with day in and day out. The book of James is also a very short book. The book of James shows us in five chapters, five different applicable things for our lives. So some of the key points of James are in chapter one, counting it joy when we face trials. Instead of getting all sad and depressed and upset, we should count it joy when we face trials instead of being sad. Count it joy in knowing that, hey, if I focus on God through this trial, if I focus on what he's done, what he's doing, I'll grow closer to him through this hard time. So when we face those trials, focus on God instead of ourselves and focus on knowing that if we trust in him, he has all the answers and he will get us through. And in the Bible, we see it says, for God works all things for his glory. So even if we don't understand when we're facing a trial, why we may be going through it, God has us in that moment for a purpose. So count it all joy when we fall into various trials. We see that in chapter one. In chapter two, we see the themes of partiality, showing partiality to different people judging different people for different things. And we also see partiality in sin. You know, oftentimes, I think in the culture we live in, we judge sin on kind of a scale like, oh, it's a lot worse to murder somebody than it is to lie. 
But in God's eyes, this sin is the same. It is all on an equal plane. It's all sin to God, and it's all on an equal level. We also see in chapter 2 of the book of James, faith without works is dead. The principle of we don't have faith by our works. Our works don't get us anything. But when we are saved, there are things we should see in our lives. We should see striving for God. We should see wanting to do things to serve God. In chapter 3, another very applicable thing, and I think this is something that hits a very, very interesting chord in today's culture, is controlling the tongue. And in today's culture, whether it's music or movies or anything, language is a big, big deal. We see so much just immorality in language, so much foul language, curse words in practically every song that you see, practically every movie, you know, they keep changing. I remember growing up watching PG movies and there would not even be any like dirty jokes in a PG movie. But now you hear different language in these movies. So the untamable tongue is something we see in chapter three and how as Christians, we need to, without a better way of saying it, we need to watch our mouths. We need to make sure that when we are speaking and what we're thinking as well is representing God to other people. It's very important that when people hear us speak and hear us talk about certain things, as Christians, are we going to portray Christ to other people if we're constantly cussing up a storm or if we're telling bad jokes at the workplace or things like that? No, we're not going to portray Christ. So I recommend the book of James because in chapter 3, James addresses this and challenges us as Christians, we should try our best to tame our tongues and use our tongues to witness to others, saying, hey, that person doesn't talk like everybody else. He's not cutting up with these foul jokes with other people. What's different about him or her? What's different about this person? Let your tongue be a witness for Christ. That's a key point in James. And then chapter 4, we see how pride promotes strife. And in chapter 5, he kind of wraps it all up in this final piece of this chapter. Be patient and persevering. In verse 7, he says, Therefore, brethren, be patient, brethren, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit until it receives... Oh, excuse me. In verse 7, it says, Therefore, be patient, brethren, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, waiting patiently for it until it receives the early and latter rain. You also be patient. Establish your hearts for the coming of the Lord is at hand. We see through the Bible we don't know when God is coming back. We don't know when Jesus is going to return to earth. And we see in James in chapter 5 verse 8, it says, you also be patient. Establish your hearts for the coming of the Lord is at hand. Make your heart ready for the coming of the Lord. 
So my first book of the Bible I would recommend to any new believer is the book of James. It's five chapters. It's a very obtainable book. It's not a large book of the Bible that some person may find challenging. It's, oh, it's got this many chapters. It's going to be so hard to read that. But James is five chapters of applicable wisdom of these God-inspired words. So I recommend my first book of the Bible I recommend for any new believer or any believer, period, would be the book of James. Now, I'm going to go back to a book that has been recommended time and time again in this first season of the podcast, and that is the book of Proverbs. I think Proverbs is a phenomenal book. We highlighted it last week when I interviewed Pastor David Sharpton, our men's minister here at Maysville Baptist Church. But Proverbs is a phenomenal book for a new believer. The predominant author of the book of Proverbs is Solomon, who was known as one of the wisest men to ever live, only surpassed by Jesus in his wisdom. One thing I love of the book of Proverbs is, again, it's applicable wisdom. The book of Proverbs gives us these tools in these short chapters of just this wisdom from one of the wisest men to ever live that through his God-inspired words in this book has passed us this wisdom to impart into our lives that we can live our lives more focused on God and in the right manner. Proverbs is a phenomenal book for a new believer. One thing that I love to incorporate in my personal study time is I like to read a proverb a day. There's 31 proverbs in the book of Proverbs. So you can read one every day to correlate with the date. And, you know, the theme in general of this first season of the podcast has been building a firm foundation. And you cannot build a firm foundation without concrete. We know this. Most houses are built on a slab of concrete. Well, we see how we must, as Christians, build our lives off the Bible. The Bible is the rock that we build our foundation on and build our relationship with Jesus through the words in this book. Proverbs is a great book for that because it gives us, again, applicable wisdom. It's something we can instantly apply to our lives. The same way as James, it's a very easily attainable book that we can apply all this wisdom to our lives, and it challenges us. What I love about Proverbs, especially for a new believer, is building that foundation, building the habits of daily study with the Bible. And we see in Proverbs, it's a perfect book for that. There's a chapter for every day. So it's a great book to recommend for a new believer because you can say, hey, read a proverb a day. They're short, they're simple, they're easy to understand, and it's applicable wisdom. And it can help somebody build that foundation of a daily study time with the Lord. I love Proverbs from the beginning to the end. We see such good wisdom in the Proverbs. So I highly recommend the book of Proverbs. 
So through this first season, I've always asked everybody I've interviewed, would you recommend reading your first book recommendation first or reading them in conjunction with each other? And that's what I'm going to recommend for James and Proverbs is deeply and intently spend time studying the book of James, getting all the great wisdom and applicable knowledge of how you should live your Christian life that comes from the book of James, and then supplement with the daily wisdom reading in the book of Proverbs. I think it's a great practice to read James and Proverbs in conjunction with each other just for this awesome foundationally building wisdom that comes from both of these books. So my two books of the Bible I would recommend would be firstly, James. It's a book that I love dearly. It's one of my favorite books of the Bible and the book of Proverbs. Now, throughout this first season, there's been recommendations on the spiritual book to kind of coincide in this first one to two year spectrum we highlight when we've looked at this podcast. And I'm going to bring, I'm going to cheat a little bit. So I'm actually going to recommend two And there are two that have already been recommended on the podcast. So I think a devotional is a great tool for a new believer. It gives you just kind of something to assist in this daily reading. So number one recommendation is going to be My Utmost for His Highest by Oswald Chambers. This is a great devotional, a daily devotional. It's got the date with it, and it's going to give you a short piece of scripture. And it's going to break that down with just a little something you can read for that day. So I think this devotional is very attainable. It's very applicable. And that's kind of, you know, the theme of this last season or this last episode of the podcast is applicable. The wisdom we find from James is applicable to our lives. The wisdom we get from Proverbs is applicable to our lives. It's something as Christians we can apply right here, right now. And it's great to build that foundation. So my utmost for his highest, this is a great devotional I would recommend to anybody. And secondly, a spiritual book that is possibly one of my favorites, if not my absolute favorite, and that is The Pursuit of God by A.W. Tozer. This is a book that I've said multiple times holds a special place in my heart. This is a book that I was reading when I was really discerning my call into ministry and it's a book, it's going to challenge you. It's going to, there's going to be times, you know, Tozer is one of my favorite Christian authors, and there's going to be times where you have to read something five, six, seven times. You're going to have to really chew on it, think on it. But that's a great thing. When you're building this foundation, when we're looking at these first one to two years where you're learning to walk with the Lord in your personal relationship, it's good to have something like Proverbs that's easily attainable, this building this foundation of daily study time, having James for this wisdom to be input into your daily Christian life, to study deeply into the book of James, this five-chapter book that's packed with such applicable wisdom for the everyday Christian life. Have something like My Utmost for His Highest that's going to challenge you to daily Get into the Word. Daily meditate on the Word of God. Spend time with Him in prayer and in study. 
but then also have something like The Pursuit of God by A.W. Tozer that's going to challenge you to start thinking more deeply about your relationship with God. It's uh, not a quote from this book, but it's a quote from another A.W. Tozer book that he challenges the common American culture of how often do we get excited about our relationship with God. I know here in the South, we often get very excited around football season. Trust me, I'm just as much guilty of that. I love watching the Georgia Bulldogs play on Saturdays. But one thing that really kind of hit me is how often do we get more excited about watching that football game, about watching that baseball game, about watching a movie, a TV show, more than we get excited about our personal relationship with Jesus Christ. When's the last time you woke up in the morning? That's when I like to have my quiet time. I like to start my morning with a hot cup of coffee or as I like to jokingly call it, some brain grease. Because first thing in the morning, I know the gears up in the head need a little greasing to get going. But get you a hot cup of coffee, get the brain going, and just open up the Word of God and spend some time in the quiet morning hours just diving into His Word, diving into trying to pursue Him. How often do we get excited? How often do you wake up saying, oh, I cannot wait to read Proverbs chapter 1 today. I've been waiting for December to hit or January to hit to go back to Proverbs 1 to read it again, to see what I missed last time, to see what God has to show me this time. Oh, I can't wait to read James chapter 3 again to really dig into what it looks like to control your tongue. Control what you think and what you say and how you say it. When's the last time you got excited about your relationship with God? That's something that challenged me. So The Pursuit of God by A.W. Tozer or really any A.W. Tozer book would be a great recommendation for a spiritual book for a young believer, young as in their faith. So just to kind of recap, so... I kind of cheated, I know, but this first season has been so great. And I wanted to highlight in my own recommendation video, James, the book of James, as a great book to build that firm foundation. The book of Proverbs, to build that foundation, have that applicable wisdom, and grow in the habit and the discipline of daily study with the Lord. My Utmost for His Highest by Oswald Chambers, just to kind of reinforce and give that daily challenge to dig into the Word and pursue God. And sticking on the kind of plane of pursuing God, A.W. Tozer's The Pursuit of God. These books of the Bible and these spiritual books are great recommendations for a young believer to grow and build that firm foundation, to grow spiritually closer to God, build those disciplines to pursue God with all they are. Be excited about your personal relationship with God. That goes for not only new believers listening, but seasoned Christians as well. Be excited about your relationship with God, the greatest gift that could have ever been given. You know, it's Christmas time, and I can't help but just reminisce of this gift, 
God has blessed us with the gift of his son, the greatest gift to have ever been given, that's free for us to obtain. All we have to do is have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, put our faith and trust in him, and surrender as him as our personal Lord and Savior. If anybody listening does not have that personal relationship, I challenge you to reach out to us here at Maysville Baptist Church if you have any questions or reach out to your local pastor on what it looks like to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. The greatest gift that could have ever been given was God sending his son to die on a cross for our sins. To wrap up this final episode of the recommendations for the Recently Redeemed podcast, season one, is my advice I would give for a new Christian. There's going to be times you mess up. There's going to be times where you forget to read your Bible. There's going to be times where you do slip up. But I want you to focus not on your slip up, but focus on God. Focus on growing in your relationship with Him. The biggest recommendation I can give for any new believer is to daily pursue God. Daily pursue Him through His Word in a quiet time. Daily pursue Him through prayer. And get plugged in in a local body of believers. If you're local to Maysville, Georgia, we would love to have you here at Maysville Baptist Church. That concludes this first season of the recommendations for the Recently Redeemed podcast. Thank you to everybody that has listened this season. It has been a phenomenal journey. And I can't wait to join back with you in January for new questions and new guests to help not only new believers, but seasoned Christians grow closer to our Almighty God and Father. Thank you for tuning in, and I can't wait to see you back for season two in January. Thank you. Thank you all again for tuning in this week. We hope and pray that these recommendations help you grow in your walk with the Lord. For any more information, please visit our website, maysvillebaptist.net, or reach out to me personally at carsonhall.mbc at gmail.com. Thank you, and I hope you have a blessed day.